Hey yo, hey yo, it's Cash, aka Exec P, one third of the DSC. Yo, check this out. Thanks for listening to this episode, but before I begin, I gotta get into it and let you guys know. A couple weeks ago, Mr. Prez stepped up out of pocket, saying he wanted a challenge on a playlist battle. That boy know damn well he can't mess with Exec P when it comes to these playlists. So here we are, tomorrow, April 11th, Instagram Live. Check out for DSC. We're going to do it at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going track for track. Nothing but hip-hop. 1995 through 99. Hey, y'all pull up. Pour up a drink. Come visit us, man. Friends, family, supporters. Come on now, man. And y'all judge the battle, man. I think it's going to be a good one. So without further ado, let's get into this classic album that we're going to review. The Fix by Scarface. We'll see y'all there once again. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. IG Live. DSC underscore podcast all right yeah 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 we back you know it's me one third of the dsc exec p and on the other line i got mr prez the one they love to hate hey you know that's right man you know that's right hey brother i'm glad we got to do this bonus episode man yeah man only the classics only the classics man only the classics so if you know me and uh me and the Zach P, we usually do what uh, what's it called? What do call our old series? What if lyric, if lyric soul, if lyric soul, this one right here is gonna have us revisiting those classic albums because you know, like when you're going through it, you can label something a classic, uh, but then you go back and revisit it a couple years later, and it's like, eh, don't really hold up like I thought. Well, that's what we're gonna do here. We're gonna find out do these albums withstand the test of time. And then first up, man, without further ado. What we got on? What we got on deck uh, tonight, man? I don't know if you noticed what I did here, though. I went and found the one, the first album that we like came together and said, like, "Yo, that one right there, class." Yeah, that's that's class. right. That's right around the time uh, we was kicking it tough too, uh, back in two thousand two, yeah. man. Rolling, yeah, rolling, rolling around the streets of uh, Cali, listening to Scarface, The Fix. Scarface, The Fix, man. So. Yo. Looking back at it, man, like, yo, as I went through it, man, and I'm like, let me let me do my research and, and get back that feel. First off, this album sound like it could have been made last week, as far as yes. the sound. You know what I mean? Like it aged well over time, so that that's first off the bat. But then you know how we were talking about the uh, these short albums and how we've been getting so upset about them. Well, this album got about eleven joints on here, man. Like, that's but it. you remember how we said it. Remember how we said it. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a short album, you gotta come with it on every song. And I feel like this hit it to the T. Even on the intros and outros. I mean, it just sets that tone and just have you engaged from jump. Yeah, yeah. So straight up off the back, man. Uh what what's some of your memories listening to this album, man? I know we're gonna go into some specific tracks and, and what was said and, and uh just the vibe of it all, but I mean, what, what's your memories uh, listening back to this one, man? So, if I remember this album correctly, uh, this was like Scarface. You know, he's with the Ghetto Boys, and he had what rap a lot and all them. Like he's been with the other uh, underground companies, but this was Def Jam South. And this was what when he went and found Luda. This was Def Jam giving him a little piece and letting him create his own album for finding Luda and setting that uh, Def Jam South off. So this was, was like if Scarface ever had a big budget and could make a 
classic album. Could could it be done? Yeah. Production, great features. Right, right. Yeah. So he had all he had all of that, man. But you know, a lot of people that know hip hop know that he has a classic before the fix, of course. You know what I'm saying? So but this I think this one is the mm-hmm. one that brought him uh the national acclaim that, yeah. that he needed to have. Uh before that anybody that knew something knew he had a classic in the tuck. But I will say, uh, you know, probably at this time, oh two, I'm like nineteen, uh, I believe at the time. So I definitely wasn't super hip to Scarface besides his ghetto ghetto boys uh, stuff. So outside of that, you know, like I said, I wasn't yeah. hip. So that was kind of where I come into the fold where now he's doing tracks with some of my favorites from the East Coast. So come on, how you you have Nas and Hove on here and then my personal favorite guy, Beanie Siegel, all on one album. You know all what I mean? So, and that's that's where I kind of um, became a, a true fan of Scarface and it was 02. So it wasn't before that. I had to go back and do my research, but um, of course, guess who's was at, uh, or guess who's back? That that's the one that drew me in, and of course, in between us because it had two of my hometown heroes on there, as far as Jay and I. So, I mean, after that, that's all I needed, man. And to see him holding his, and you know, not knowing the history at the time in '02, I was like, yo, man, uh, yo, who's this Southern cat holding his own with Hov and Nas, like? bar for bar like there, there's no separation here like everybody doing their thing so that's kind of what drew me in the Scarface at the time so and uh, I'm taking back a little bit for like uh, and tell them the competition that we were saying because at the time uh, Zach P is from New York I'm from down south uh, Alabama and uh, they had a little thing saying that down south rappers don't really rap you know they just ride the beat and this was my time like oh no oh no y'all just been listening to the wrong rappers y'all y'all don't listen to the mainstream thing let me take y'all back take them into the outcast the scarface the UGKs you know like so this was me putting them on on this little portion right here too yeah and this is also how me you and uh, our homie uh, Cornell kind of got cooler and it was through through music and through put-ons like this this was uh these this wasn't the only thing it was like you know the clue mixtapes the dj MVs, yeah. case oh, yeah. uh, evil empires and swapping out mixtapes downloading them to our you know our laptops or or burning them for each other and then putting tons of songs on there so uh but yeah this is one of them them ones as far as the scarface where it was like unanimous like who th- th- yeah this guy's the truth you know what i mean yeah man take me back with those next takes remember uh the with the websites you can go in there and pay five for uh five twenty five oh don't get them yeah. mailed out to you yeah or yeah 520. man for sure for sure <laughs> i remember those and was you- trading them back and forth Man. And at the time, you ain't even know what you was getting. Like you ain't get no sample of what it was. You was just trusting that nah. the artist was gonna come with it. And even if they didn't, <laughs> you tried to love it because you just spent twenty five dollars. That you know, at the time, I won't say we all was broke, but we weren't making a whole lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll say about which ones you get. I'm gonna get these. Yeah, I'm gonna get all these right, five. I'm, I'm I'm thinking about these five, <laughs> and everybody, you know, at the end of the day, but if all three of us bought, um. You know, five mixtapes a piece. We had fifteen different, you know, mixtapes to go through, and everybody swapped them out. 
But with the Spotify's and everything now, man, y'all y'all got it good, man. It's good. It's good. Music is at a good point. I know back it. then, yeah, you had to pay that money. So even if you didn't like it, you, you tried to like it a little bit. Uh, but I digress. Let's go on and get into it, man. I'm going to say, guess who's Bizak is like uh, the, the one that drew me into this album, too. And I thought, like, going into it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be the surefire hit off of it. But tell you what, it's not the one that I'm still, like, the most in love with it yeah for me for me i'd probably say out of everything on this album on my block was probably my favorite joint or whatever because it, it reminded me of uh something that jay had made not to say scarface was copying and that like that but just the simplicity uh of the song um it, it kind of harkened back to hard knock life you know on my block mm-hmm. was that simple but it was just efficient like sometimes you ain't got to be overly complicated with what you're saying. You just got to um, another person that come to mind too um, was uh, today was a good day by Ice Cube. When listening yeah. to songs like On My Block and Hard Knock Life, like it's just you can visualize being on his block with his lyrics. And this what makes this classic material almost every single song. You can picture it like they painting they are painting vivid pictures. So. Uh- I'm going to get into my the, my favorite song when we come along to it, but let's let's go on and walk down this track list. So we come in with the fix. That's the intro, short little intro, but uh, very efficient for setting the tone of the album, getting you in that mood. What do you think of it? Yeah, you. I mean, you ain't always got to rap on the um, the intro. Sometimes the intro can be just if it's a cinematic album and you 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 painting a picture and telling a story. Like I think cinematically from. Uh, I view albums like movies for artists that approach them that way. Um, you know, serious, not serious artists. How can I say it? But you know how artists who take their craft seriously. So this was a good intro as far as um, setting the tone. Yo, it's your man, Rodrigo from the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Hey, do me a favor, man. Go to all your social media, your Twitter, your Instagram, your YouTube, your Facebook. Find us, DSC underscore podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Hit us up. Peace. Number two, safe man. How you feel about that one? Oh man, definitely a hit, man. And it tells you like, oh, he about to tell you some stories. He about to get you right, tell you what you need in your life. You know, uh, I think he had one line up in there. If you if you win twelve, put away seven, and live off five. Hey, saving money right there. He was telling y'all to jump. I don't, I don't think he should say that much, but I mean, he's saving money. That's what he tell you. I always put something safe away. So in cold blood, man. It, Again, nothing but storytelling as far as um, um, Scarface goes. So I, I would probably say out of safe and uh, cold blood, like it was just a re- very strong, very strong way to start off the album in terms of uh, just storytelling because that's what both those songs uh, rely heavily upon. So in the beats were cold blooded as far as the uh, the samples that they have in here. So. Um, I was totally digging those two um, definitely after re-listening and solidifying further um, you know what this yeah. album is um, yeah so it like you're saying Safe was telling you like hey what you gotta do to get on and then uh, In Cold Blood is just telling you if you whatever you pick it, uh, whichever side you pick whatever you're gonna do if you in it you in it you gotta be in it all the way and you gotta constantly evolve be better than the next person always plot your next move uh 
and, and even much like on the chorus where he's talking about, let me spit this clearly. He, he, and the music fades out, and like so you can just hear his tone, so you can like you just hear his vocals across there. Right. I love that effect on there, just telling you like, hey, you really need to listen at this. Right, and then of course you know um, the production where people don't don't talk about it, but this is where Kanye West is coming into his own. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, he's on. He's uh, produced uh, Cold Blood, and then uh, also the uh, the next track. Guess who's back? So, yeah. I mean, these these are um, things that a lot of people don't know as far as uh, production credit. But like, yeah, man, he. This is where I'm starting to be like, oh shit! Here's the connection. Here's why I like what he's doing because he's working with a guy that I actually like production wise. Is doing songs for guys that I actually listen to as far as Rockefeller religiously so but um I'm, I'm skipping songs man but yeah uh in cold blood no no guess who's back next oh oh yeah so yeah in cold blood hard great storytelling uh guess who's back that's still one of them it's the beginning of the most of them gonna say the classic trio <laughs> yeah but we also oh, we all know that it was the production too and that's yeah. gonna be kanye on that yeah uh yeah. kanye kanye deserves a big credit um, to that guess who is that he's on the hook of course uh, for uh, folks that don't know but if you go back to the album this is just classic Kanye man soul samples and these guys are I don't know who had the best verse on this man this is what I was thinking as I was listening to it like I, I don't know who had the best verse man uh, if it's me I'm going with Beanie me too I, I like when Beanie came in, and like I, I didn't even know like these AKA Mister. Uh, he said AKA Mister Cracker Brick. <laughs> I think that's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, then uh, so turn a whole one to a half of it. Yo, he can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, I gotta say a C. And I gotta say like this was like that introduction was like, wow, these three guys just flowed perfectly together like they gotta do more tracks they gotta come out with this which they they eventually did yeah. if you remember the other ones yeah 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 I remember uh, a few other. this can't be life <sighs> somehow some way man and guess who's back so out of those three which one would you say is your favorite one out uh for this uh i gotta say uh this can't be life is my favorite one yeah man me too when, uh, like this was the introduction but then they perfected it later on that this can't be life man like woo, I think as that you, one's just hard yeah I think as you go through uh, go through life and, and losses and stuff like that like that one hits you a lot harder as you as you grow older like, if you haven't gone through nothing I guess by the time that came out that's around 2000 or something like that I believe the the one you're talking about uh, on Jay-Z's uh, what album is that the Dynasty joint so yeah if y'all listening go check out jay-z's dynasty uh, as far as the track that we're talking about uh, this can't be life and that's another one uh that scarface jay and beanie Siegel were on that they just murdered that track as far as lyrics and just touching your soul as far as what the hell they were talking about so next up man on my block yeah this is a laid-back ride song man like you're saying uh, you, you coming back to it it was probably one of your favorite tracks off here uh, but it's still just that laid back ride song to me. So yeah, it, it, yeah, it was it was my it was my favorite song off of this entire album just because of how cool and laid back it was. Man, I ain't gonna go back into it because I think I kind of spoke about it earlier. But yeah, this is this is my favorite song off the album. 
So now we get into the nuts and bolts of the album of what makes it a classic because I think at this point the last two songs are probably the more um, known songs from people that mm-hmm. that aren't in the know. But now we get into "Keep Me Down" and uh, "What Can I Do" with Kelly Price. So how you how you feel about "Keep Me Down"? Uh, "Keep Me Down," man. It was like more great storytelling. It's basically like. When when we we ain't all put in great situations, but when we put in the situation and come out great, uh, but we have unfair circumstances behind it, like what what the hell are we doing? Basically, like uh, so, I'm a product. I'm, I'm in the hood, so I've got certain little things already against me. Uh, if I make the best out of that, become like if I'm the drug dealer, wherever you at, whatever you were doing ain't straight uh, legal. Uh, you come out of that, you switch it to a legal situation, and then they hit you back about the stuff that you did before. Right. And you get getting in trouble for that. And it's just like it's a system built to hold you down, basically, where you was coming at. That, well, at least that's what I got out of it. I don't know what you got out of it. Yeah, and 18 years, so, no, la- 18 years later, nothing has changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. It's a system built, it's, it's a system be- uh, built to keep you down, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, yeah, I did this, but I came out of it. I flipped it to a legal side, and then I got to a situation where I could make myself better. But then you coming back and you hit me back about what I did before, past that. Like, don't don't keep dragging me back to that. Like, I'm moving forward. Right, right. Um, next joint. What can I do? Featuring Kelly Price. Yo, this is my favorite song on the album. I'm telling you, going back and listen to it, this one right here is just like, oh man, just touch your soul, man. Yeah, can't. Yeah, Kelly, I ain't even gonna try to do a rendition. I just caught myself about to do it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, as I'm listening, I'm like the ladies on this album vocally stole the show in terms of uh, Kelly Price, and we'll get into Faith Evans on someday here later. I forgot how dope kelly price and how ill of a vocalist she she is yeah. um you know so to, talking about like setting the tone with that song what made you feel like this was your favorite song on the album as far as uh emotionally um what what got what stuck to you uh that it was just like life and death and the undeniable cycle sometimes like and it could be a sometimes harsh reality like when you was talking about the kid getting beat and you right down the street front you couldn't do nothing about it and it's just uh basically you just got to put faith in things you know uh ain't saying like you got to be old christian or anything, but you got to have some type of faith you got to believe in a high power or something to help you get through your everyday struggles to make you uh just having that spiritual portion of you you know that you know things will get better that's right. the only thing you can do you can live with a little bit of hope you can't be hopeless in this world and kind of tying that up man this is uh again this is kind of i'm gonna keep coming back to it at random times throughout this is this is what makes these these type of albums that we're covering classics because we're on track number seven is buried in there but this is a gem this can easily be <laughs> the best song on the album content wise yeah um you know what i mean and then just kind of moving on he hit you in the head with another one with in between us you know um with scarface i mean with Nas on here or whatever yeah. so, you know what i'm saying mass confusion inside my head you know the you know the hook you know what i mean mm-hmm. um this song man like was perfectly tailored you know for him and Nas, like it's like almost like damn you know who i need on this Nas, and Nas set 
set the shit off, man. Uh, Mike Dean on the production, man. Uh, you know, Kanye West's go-to guy as far as engineer and um, all producer as well. So, you know, as you can see a certain theme on this album, man, you have very, very um, top tier producers on here. I'm like, I'm seeing knots on here. I got, uh, you got Kanye West, Mike Dean all over this album. Um, so, very well placed feature as far as um, what him and Nas did, man. How you feel about In Between Us? In Between Us, man, I think this is going to be the common thing throughout this album. The, the subject matter that they're speaking about is nothing tied to a specific time. You know, it's, it's timeless topics that you're going to go through. Uh, basically, uh, In Between Us, I think Nas stood in line up there, code of the streets, got new rules, but no guidance. I mean, that constantly changed. Like, there's new rules happening in the streets, but like, Without the proper guidance, without the OGs, somebody to show you the ropes, like still, <laughs> right? And you're of, you're bound to lose. And a lot of these, you know, these young dudes don't follow the OGs. I mean, or the OGs don't respect themselves enough to where they are, you know, um, looked at to be followed. So it's a lot of lawlessness out here. But yeah, like you said, man, it's a uh, it's it's a very well placed subject matter on the album also it's timeless music because it's not stuck in any era like it can go like we said in the opening like this album could be put out last friday this friday and sound like everything you not not like everything else but not feel out of place and not feel dangerous. not not feel out of place at all you you'll feel like okay hey man you heard that new that new scarface and it feel like it can still fit in that time just you said perfect production uh the lyrics was uh relevant so so um but yeah so as we as we move on to someday we're uh, featuring faith evans you know of course as i'm going through this entire album i'm looking at production i'm going back top to bottom and i'm like the neptunes did this song you know what i'm saying like Oh, you for real? Yeah, I didn't even catch that one. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm looking at production and looking at you know <laughs> past whatever promo that caught, you know I could possibly see on it just to kind of get a good feel for where I was at and like, oh shit, I did watch this. And then I'm like, yo, he was in in the booth with her. I mean, he had production from the Neptunes, and this sounds nothing like a Neptunes type of no. sound. You know what I'm saying? So and then it goes to show you on what the Neptunes. Which went to do further on in their careers um, with all of the R&B and uh, the stuff to where you can't even hear some of some of the times you can hear it, you know this is Neptune's type production but sometimes you don't even know that it's a Neptune's song for these R&B artists so and this was like right around um, this is kind of how this song hits is this is just a mellow mellowed out um, joint of course is a uh, hip hop inspired but like you could easily be Faith Evans' song featuring Scarface and you you wouldn't know the difference you know what I mean yeah uh man and in my notes right here I got wrote that beat just that beat man that's what comes on and now you tell me it's Neptune so hey I should have looked deeper into it when I said that uh it's like this beat just make me want to go into a confession man just like <laughs> and I seem like what he did on here just like for sure it yeah. just touched you in a certain type of way you know uh but now you mentioned Neptune I don't want to even get off uh off topic but uh you remember the Neptune uh Star Trek and I forget the name of the album but they had that song on there with Roscoe P. Cole Chain I just remember that I used to love that song man whatever happened to that guy <laughs> um yeah I don't think he ever stuck around man uh 
I think he's on a few of the I Got It For Cheap series with uh, the clips and uh, Ab Lava. And I forgot the other. I think, yeah, I don't know if he was the fourth person in that that little group. But yeah, if you look, go back on uh, datpiff.com and look up I Got It For Cheap series with uh, clips and Ab Lava. And, and I believe Roscoe P. Cochain may have been the fourth member, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah, he definitely had a little run with the clips, man, when they was in between deals. Yeah, but when you mentioned Neptune, it was just like uh, that, that. That stuck in my head. That's totally off topic. Totally off from this album. So let's go ahead and move on. <laughs> All right, sell out, sell, sell out. out, sell out. So I mean, I, I don't think I really remember this joint um, too much, man. So I'm gonna lean on you for this one. Uh, I don't really like. I was going through it. If I'm going, if I'm going down it, man, this was probably the one that was just like ah. Uh, it's okay but if we take songs in and i'm just making the something that's just like okay like yeah it's still great and it's it seemed like if he knows that the that the production or everything was going to go downhill right here stopping right here like making this to the end of the album let's let's be uh, clear perfect time let's be clear all all classic albums don't have that one maybe two slip-ups to where these ain't joints that you're going to revisit all the time but if you're playing it you're going to let it ride you know what i mean like you're not going it's not an automatic skip by no means it's just not as good as the entire body of work you know what i mean so if you have one or two slip yeah, it's hard to make every song that's going to be a top top tier but if you have something that's like I did all of them were A pluses, and I would put this one as an A. Let's let's do it that way. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be just <laughs> it, one of the joints where song. it's not going to be talked about by many. But uh, yeah, I, I would just say I probably don't have any notes on this one because it, it just wasn't. Yeah, I just got on here what twenty seven <laughs> five. I think he talked about his record uh, in the street is twenty seven five. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's checking that record. <laughs> I, I won't go with it. He twenty seven five in the street. Hey, he just he just rapping. As you know, sometimes rappers just trying to trying to put something together, man. But yo, uh yeah. last last full song on the album, Heaven. This is a this is a super spiritual type song on this one. And it reminds me of uh like DMX, you know, how he used to end yeah, his with a prayer and everything. And that's what this similar, very similar to is just like so he give you the message, he's gonna give his little piece at the end, which is it's great. Like uh I, I don't mind those type of albums though. Actually it's like it ends it on a good note, like just saying like, hey, I may tell you all these stories over here, but it's a way out. Like you always got to find your way out, and I think that's where it's like even on the DMX album, like I said, what everything he said up there, but he end with a prayer or something like that, just saying like, hey, you got to have your peace too, so you can have all this chaos, but you need something to balance it out, you know? Right, right. And then uh, for me, like the hardest part of this song, and I was like, fuck, why didn't they um, do this beat for the entire? song because not not to say the song was whack but then when they switched it up with heaven and yeah it was like the last couple bars and then the shit went off i was like what (laughs) that was like yo this and again this is another kanye west produced joint so that's how you want to leave them you want to leave them wanting more so i that's what i'm saying this is why you get them like oh hey go back and let's re-listen at the album again you know that's how you're gonna end it yeah, yeah. I mean, like looking at all these Kanye West joints and how he helped them out, man. I can't wait to. Uh, I know this ain't on the list, but we'll get to it eventually because we got a lot of classics to cover. Uh, that common B. 
Can't wait to cover that one. Yeah. Yeah. But uh but ending this off, man. And uh, then it, go ahead. It ends us with the the same as like the intro, that same little beat to, and like I said, it just preps you the way you at that point you're like, Oh, that's it? Let hey, replay that album. Then let's go through it again. Yeah, I want to repeat that experience. Right, right. I want to go right back to it. Like so, yeah, man. This album, phenomenal, top to bottom. Eleven tracks of, uh, just pure heat, man. Like, like we said, man. It was only one song in the world. I probably we we didn't we ain't plan to say that sellout was the one that we really didn't uh, remember too much. But this is just us doing our own research and saying, yeah, we want to cover uh, Scarface's to fix. And I mean, it just goes to show you, man, that. Uh, classic is a classic man like sometimes you can't deny it man like so scarface if you're listening man brother uh get well i know he uh recently uh you know was diagnosed with uh, having co- uh, coronavirus so definitely want to say our prayers out to him um but you know if you're listening man bro look um we look forward to more music from you get well soon uh whenever you drop i'm i'm always all ears to stop what i'm doing to listen man you got any uh yeah. last words prayers Man, I just want to tell people that that wasn't planned on just because of the situation that's going on. Like, I we had planned to do this album well before the end. Uh, <laughs> it just so happened, like, it, when we get ready to finalize this, what's going on, and like how you become relevant back in the situation that he's going through. But this was more off just like, hey, we're going to start this new series. What's the first thing that we said was a classic unified together? And this was one of the first albums that we came together. It's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's classic. For sure, for sure, man. Uh, yeah, uh, hopefully y'all like this joint, and uh, we'll be back definitely with more in-depth classic reviews. Uh, or you know, we might do current things depending on the uh, the impact of what uh, a random album may have on us immediately. So stay tuned. We got more yeah. coming. Yeah, uh, like I said, like this is still. Uh, classic in our opinion I think like I'm glad we revisited I'm, I'm definitely going to be going back to it again uh, if, if you think different though and you just like wasn't feeling this album let us know yeah I mean, and if, if this is your first time really uh, you know hearing about the fix and, 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 and listening we understand that too go listen to it and uh, you know with that said only classic material baby we out. Yo, this is Cash from Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I know you asking yourself, how can I support the podcast grow? Don't worry. I got you covered. Step one, subscribe to our YouTube page by searching Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast or DSC Podcast. When you get there, use some of our videos. Hit that like button and take it a step further and comment on the content. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, DSC underscore podcast. Same thing as step number one, searching Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Follow us for all updates. Peace.